When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining me this morning on Lincoln Live is Lancaster County Board Chair Rick Vest. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dale. It's a pleasure to join you again. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Now it's on to Christmas. Here we go. (laughs) Just one into the next. Uh, So thanks for carving out some time uh, with me today to talk about county business. I'd like to start with the, the solar energy farm that is now out of the Planning Commission and on to the county board. Uh... Take me into that world, if you would, please. First of all, your thought about the Planning Commission being advised that they should take a vote rather than just let it perpetuate and continue to show up on the Planning Commission agenda because it's not going away. First of all, could you help me understand that thinking? Right. Very good. Yeah. And let let me just do a couple of terminology things because there's various moving parts okay. in this particular issue. One is text amendments, and we've had a text amendment that went through the planning department, planning commission, and the county board, and that was uh, rejected by all three groups. A text amendment is a countywide standard that impacts every uh, every corner of the county on any particular zoning topic. So the, the planning standards for solar farms did not change. Uh, this, the issue you're addressing then is called a special permit, and that's where a particular entity, in this case it's Ranger Power, uh, comes forward and proposes a specific plan in a specific location in the county. And that's what the issue you're talking about. So to your question, Dale, of uh, the um, it went through the planning department. They give recommendations. It goes to the planning commission where they approve or deny. And there was some, uh, there's a particular rule on the planning commission. They have nine members, which they're all volunteers. So sometimes it's hard to keep those slots filled. Uh, the bylaws state that they are required to have five votes to approve uh, or deny any recommendation. If they don't get the five votes, they haven't made a decision. And that that's if true if there's nine members of the Planning Commission present or if there's six members of the Planning Commission present. Uh, those five votes are still required. So on this particular special permit, um, the county attorney who's uh, responsible for the Planning Commission did inform them that they needed to make a decision to deny or to approve and not just simply leave it on their agenda. Because if they didn't come to five votes either up or down, they would continue to see the same issue every month. It would continue to be an unresolved issue and would just come back. And so my understanding from the reports I got was that the attorney involved informed them that 
five votes one way or the other was the best policy best procedure to move forward. Thank you for explaining that. But had one of those planning commission members come to the meeting with more questions, it could have been delayed until those questions were answered? Quite, yes, absolutely. Okay. And quite, quite frankly, uh, this was the second vote on this particular special permit. Uh, it was voted on in November, uh, did not get the five votes, and then uh, it was voted on in October, excuse me, Dale. Voted on in October, didn't get five votes, thus came back on the Planning Commission agenda in November. All right, your thoughts. It's going to be on the county board agenda here soon. This is a, a an approximate five-square-mile project by Ranger Power. Ranger Power has, it's my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, taken into consideration some of the concerns not only of citizens in the area, but of officials, too. One of the planning commissioners, the only one to vote against uh, this project, thought that having solar power on three of the four sides of some of the people already living there was too much, that some people who had covenants and requirements, for example, to not put solar panels on their house, yet a solar farm was going to be allowed, uh, there was just too much on the con side and not enough on the pro side, so he voted against it. How are you settling the, in on this at this moment? Well, a great question, and uh, I would just say that on these planning, zoning decision issues, and we've had, in my short time, we've had them um, from chicken barns to wind turbines. We haven't had special permits on wind turbines, but... We have discussed zoning on wind. We've had uh, campgrounds. We've had uh, wedding venues. And there's always a lot of discussion on these issues as people living in the area where a project's proposed have very strong feelings about uh, what their concerns are and what they'd like to see. I, I would just say that, to your point, uh, one member did vote against it because of concerns. And we've heard those concerns as well in our public hearings, uh, six members did vote to approve and move forward. So at this point in time, that's the decision and those are the standards. Now the question is, um, in, in any decision by the planning commission, those are final decisions, but either party, either side can appeal to the county, in this case, to the county board. And so we haven't had an appeal yet. So is it likely we'll have one? My guess is that it's likely, but we don't know that until we actually see the appeal that would be filed by the party that was unhappy with the standards that were passed. Uh, I share a lot of those questions. I share a lot of those concerns. I haven't had any conversations with Ranger Power since their open house. And so there are things that we don't know either. But we are concerned about protecting, in particular, the CUP owners. These are the people who uh, bought three to five acre lots out of a, a larger, out of a larger property. They're allowed to build on three to five acres, and there's a, a number of those folks living out in the area where this project's proposed. 
So looking at protections for them, uh, yes, we're going to look at those very carefully before we make any final decisions. All right, correct me if I'm wrong here, Rick. Did I understand you when you said that because the Planning Commission passed it, the county board has to pass it? No, 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 not at all. I'm sorry if I indicated that. We, we once it comes to us, it's an open door again. We all have right. a recommendation. All right but we have the right to make any adjustments that we want. And we'll be looking for the parties for reasonable protections for those who are going to be impacted by a potential solar farm. I see. I heard the term final vote and assumed by that, that the county board had no choice but to pass it. Yeah, no. And I did use the term final vote and it's like, the best thing I can compare it to, Dale, is if you go to a, a court and the judge hears your case and they make a decision, that's the final decision. You don't come back to that court the next week and try again. However, you have the right to appeal to a higher court if you so choose. Uh, that's the, that's the, this, a similar situation to what we have here. Planning decisions, planning commission decisions are considered file, final However, there is the opportunity to appeal to the county board or the city council. Do you see it passing the county board, Rick? Do I see what? The special permit? Being passed by the county board? Um, I think the board has sent clear signals that we believe green energy is very important. We believe that the, the rights of property owners to determine how they use their property for legitimate economic purposes we believe in that principle and so there is support for green energy on the board Uh, but we've also equally stated that we understand people's lives in that area wherever it's at are going to be the most directly affected and we want to find that place where property owners still have their rights to choose how to uh, earn revenue from their property but those around them get the most protection that we can provide. All right. In the time we have left, I've picked up uh, one other subject that we'll have time to discuss, Rick, and that has to do with the increased wages for employees uh, as you step back and look at what the state is doing. Can you talk a little bit about the impact this would have on Lancaster County businesses? It's, it's dramatic. Um, as, as you know, the county is a subset of state government, and so... Uh, they, they set all the rules that we operate by, including the fact that our uh, almost only source of revenue is property taxes. What we've seen here, because of the crisis in the uh, prison system in the state of Nebraska, uh, they believe their best option to was to offer uh, dramatic pay increases to employees in that system to draw people in. And it I, my understanding is there are bonuses and then there are $8 an hour pay increases at some levels. We, we negotiate with unions on the county side as well, and we're currently in negotiations with some of these unions that are most closely related. And so what we're seeing is a, a real uh, spike in what we're going to need to do to compete because the labor pool being what it is, Dale, we're facing shortages of manpower at the county jail, and that's a hardship on everybody. That means people are working more and more overtime, more than they want, 
and it's it just creates a work environment that isn't as positive as we want to see. So to stay competitive, we're facing the prospect of wage increases as well. And once you sign one union contract, it has a ripple effect on other union contracts. So it's a real delicate situation for the county board. Well, Rick, one more time, we'll do this in December, and then your term as uh, chair of the county board is up, and uh, Deb Shore will be taking over in 2022. So we have one more opportunity to talk about county government. That'll be next month. Uh, I look forward to it every month, Dale. Rick Vest, chair of the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners, joining me today on Lincoln Live.